A common question people ask when it comes to the halachas of wearing tefillin is if a person took it off, took their tefillin off for some reason, either to use the facilities, to step outside of shul, to make some phone calls, to get something to eat. They have a question when they put their tefillin back on, does it now require a new bracha? And that's a general question in, in the halachas of mitzvahs that are based on doing something and we make a bracha prior to performing the mitzvah. And let's say a person takes a break. You, you're wearing a tzitzis and you take it off for a little bit to go swimming, to take a shower. You put your tzitzis or talus back on. Do you make a new bracha? So, again, it's going to depend on what type of mitzvah it is, what type of bracha it is, what what activity you did. So by talus, we spoke about this when we spoke about taking a break. You know, Rosh Hashanah, there's a break. Yom Kippur, there's a break between Musaf and Mincha. So if a person goes to sleep, uh, a shinas keva, or it's a few hours of a break, so then you would have to make a new bracha. But otherwise, when it comes to the, the talus, we said do not make a new bracha. When it comes to food, so when a person makes the bracha on their food, so typically you have in mind to keep eating, and, and whenever you're, uh, you're still eating, so then you do not need to make a new bracha. You have to have a, some type of drastic change in, uh, in your, in your mi- the mindset, either... You say, okay, Rabbi Semavalam Benchin. You basically say, we want, to, we want to bench, we're done eating. Or perhaps a Shinu Makam, you change the place where you're eating. So we'll get to those halachas when it comes to food. But in the same line of reasoning, that if there's a Hesachadah, so your bracha is no longer capable of exempting you from a, from a new bracha. And in those halachas, you would have to make a new bracha. When it comes to tefillin, there's uh, some added details here. And that's what we'll spend the rest of the today's share discussing. And it's interesting, it's found in a Gemara in Sukkah. The Gemara in Sukkah is trying to figure out how often do you make the bracha of Leisheba Sukkah. And the Gemara says that, the Gemara actually brings two sources. And one source says, well, basically every day you have a chiv to make a, uh, a Leisheba Sukkah. Uh, every time you sit in the Sukkah, you make, you make, a, new, you make a new bracha. And there is another b'risa which says, once you make the bracha the first day, you make a leshe basukah, shuv There is no need to make any more bracha the entire yantiv. You're good to go. The Gemara says, what's going on here? It sounds like a uh, contradiction. So the Gemara says, Tanahi, it's a machlekes tanam. The Tanya, we looked in our b'risa, tefillin, when it comes to tefillin, kolzman shemanichon, mavarech aleyan, divi rabbi, rabbi holds, every time you put it on, you have to make a new bracha. The chacham argue, ena mavarech elashachros mavar, according to the chachamim, you only make a bracha once a day when it comes to tefillin. So the Gemara assumes that there's a parallel machlekes when it comes to sitting in a sukkah. According to the chachamim, you only make one bracha, one bracha all seven days. That's the zman of sukkah. There's no, there's no difference between day and night. So it's one long mitzvah. So you make one bracha, and Rebbe, and that's how he paskin. He holds that you would make a bracha every time you you sit in the sukkah. The same way, you make a bracha tefillin kolzman shemanichan mavarechale, and every time you put them on, you make a bracha. And that's the Gemara and sukkah daf mavavam What's fascinating, and we're gonna I'm gonna ask for some input from people over Shabbos or over the week, if you want to reach out to me. The question is, how do you learn this Gemara? The Shulchan Aruch learns straight up. If you put on tefillin uh, many times during the day, the Shulchan Aruch says every single time you put on tefillin, you have to make a new bracha. And it sounds like even if 
you had in mind when he took them off to, to put it back on, you still have to make a bracha. Let's say you moved, you moved it out of its place. You're going to put it right back still. You've got to make a new bracha. That's the psak of the Shochanarch. And the question is why? Why do you have to make a new bracha every single time you put your tefillin on? And I'm going to leave that up for discussion. What is the Ramah Paskin? And that's for the psak of Ashkenazim. That's what, you know, I'm an Ashkenazi. And that's all I'll focus on the next few minutes. The, the Ramah says it really depends. If you had in mind to put it back on, you took off your tefillin for two minutes, you want to want to send an email, whatever the story is, you want to eat something, we'll talk about if a person's allowed to drink, you know, coffee while wearing tefillin. But let's say you don't want to. I was in a shul once. Uh, it's in Chicago, actually. I think it's the Chadra of Shul. There's a nice fancy coffee machine. I think there's a sign there. At least last time I was there, it says, please do not drink coffee while wearing tefillin. So any tenai the Balabayas makes, if that's what the shul, the shul makes it tenai. So it seems like you have to keep that tenai. Otherwise, uh, you're stealing the coffee. So, okay. So you have to uh, you, you have to take over your tefillin if you want to drink a cup of coffee. But the person has in mind to put it back on. So going to the Ramah, you would not need to make a new bracha. When do you need to make a new bracha? So that's when, so as, as long as if you didn't have in mind to put it back on, you would have to make a new bracha. Okay, so let's go into some of the, you know, different scenarios of when you may or may not need to make a new bracha. Then the question is, why did you take off your tefillin? If someone took it off and he's going to put it back on right away, so Machalikas Shochanarach and the Ramah. According to Shochanarach, a kopam of pam, every single time you got you to gotta make a new bracha. According to the Ramah, no, as long as you had in mind to put it back on, there is no uh, no need to make a new bracha. Uh, what if someone is done? They, they, they're, they're done davening for the day. They have, a, they have to rush to a meeting and then they step out of shul, they look at their phone, meeting was canceled. They have another 20 minutes to daven. So now they want to go back and daven. So at that point, they decided that they're, they're finished with their tefillin. So now, if you want to put your tefillin back on, even the, even the Ramah would agree, it needs a new bracha. A question, I'll, I'll, I'll leave this unresolved as well. Um, let's say by talus or tefillin. Let's say a person took off their talus, assuming, not assuming anything, they just... Let's say it was Rosh Chodesh. So today's Rosh Chodesh. They are, are taking off their tefillin right before Mosuf. And by habit, they take off their talus as well. Then they realize, wait, we have to dab Mosuf. So when they put on their talus, do you need to make a new bracha on the talus? Do we say that you took it off, but dafka, that you, that you no longer should wear it? Or we say, no, when you made the bracha originally in the morning on your talus, you had a mind to be wearing it throughout davening until after Musaf. So I'll leave this question uh, for later for further discussion. Okay. What if a person just took it off without thinking? So the Mishabura says that if you still have your shell yad, you still have your shell yad on, even though you took off your shell rice, so as long as you didn't have specific intention to no longer wear it, you just stop, you took it off. So then you do not need to make a new bracha. But let's say a person decided he's taking it off and he took off your shalraish and then something changed. You, you checked your phone, you realized the meeting was canceled. So even though you still have your shalyan on, halacha is you have to make a new bracha on the shalraish, which would require two brachas. For Ashkenazim, you'd have to make two brachas on your shalraish. Let's say a person uh, you know, borrowed someone's tefillin. You're allowed to make a bracha on a borrowed tefillin. You borrowed it. And then, because uh, you couldn't find your own tefillin, and then as you were, after, after wearing someone else's tefillin, you realize, oh, my tefillin are right here. And you go put on your tefillin. So since when you made the bracha, you didn't have in mind that second pair, you would have to make a new bracha 
on the second period tefillin? What if someone's tefillin uh, snaps or, or breaks while he's putting it on? So if you could fix that pier, so even though it's going to take you know a few minutes, as long as you don't have to leave or go to, go to a, you know, a farm store, as long as you could do that on the spot, so that's, that's, you would not need to make a new bracha because that would be considered tzarech bracha. What if it falls out of place? So we saw that on the Shulchan Aruch. If it falls out of place, you know, someone, you know, shows you that your Shalrash is in the wrong place. So according to the Shulchan Aruch, you're going to make a new bracha. The Ramah Paskins, we do not, since we know it's going to fall off, fall, you know, move a little out of place. Your das was on the entire, uh, throughout the entire davening. The Mishra points out, interestingly, that if you were about to take it off anyways, and then it falls out of place, so maybe it's better just to take it off, uh, because at this point, Perhaps your das when you made the bracha was to wear it until after Elenu. And now that it fell out of place, so perhaps you should just take it off. It's better than to put it on because then you have a shayla of making a new bracha. Okay, what if someone finds out that his tefillin was never put properly on his arm? He sees, we'll learn he sees that his, uh, his sweater, his shirt was in between the tefillin and his arm. Uh, where the kesher is, where the knot is, or let's say the the ritzuis, the straps are twisted. So if, halachically, if the psak is, we'll get to this. It happens to be for these two cases, the psak is that you're not yaitzi, you're tefillin, you're tefillin al basarai, and the ritzuis were against the halachal Sinai that it was twisted. So then b'makim kshira, one would have to make a new bracha uh, when they realize that, and and, and continue wearing the tefillin for a little bit to be yaitzi tefillin. Okay, the most common question people ask is what if they went to the, to, to the restroom? If a person goes to the bathroom and then they want to put the tefillin back on, so the question is, do they need to make a, a new bracha? So although it is discussed in the Shulchan Aruch and the Meshavruah, the Psaq Halacha is not clear what exactly one should do, and I'll tell you why. If you look in, if you look in the Magan Avram, the Magan Avram quotes you know, the Shulchan Aruch and earlier uh, sources that everyone says that if you went to a base meaning you went to a a full uh, toilet, uh, a bathroom that has a uh, you know that 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 is used for both katanim and gedolim, not a urinal. If you went to that, so then you would even if you only used it for meraglaim, even if you only used it to urinate, still you would have to make a new bracha since you were not allowed to bring tefillin into a into a full bathroom, you know how to do that. Since it's a basic kisa kavu, you know how to bring a tefillin there. So that for sure is considered hasachadas. And when you come back, you have to make a new bracha. That's the psak of of many of the uh, achronim. The Magen Avram argues. The Magen Avram says that no, that just because I couldn't wear tefillin here doesn't mean it's a hasachadas. I took a few minute break. I had my das to put it back on. That is not considered hasachadas. And the Magen Avram says you should never have to make a new bracha unless. What what the earlier Rishonim were discussing was when the the base akise was far away, it was a long break, so you have to walk to the outhouse and then come back. So that's when they had to make a new bracha. But if you have, let's say in modern times, we have you know a bathroom you know in the hallway of a shul. So according to the Magen Avram, you would never have to make a new bracha. However, came out all the Achronim argue the Chayadim, the Magen Avram, the the the, the I'm sorry, the Chayadim, the Harab, They all say that if a person either used the facilities for gedolim. He he made a he uh, he used it for, for for gedolim. Or he, even if he just did meraglaim there, 
but it was a base akise kavua. So then you would need to make a new bracha. So how do we paskin? So if you look in the Piske Chuvas and the other uh, contemporary works, they say, well, it depends. Do you go by halacha or do you go by the practice? The halacha is, you look in the books, they all say you got to make a new bracha. The minog, the minog based on Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, based on the Magan Avram, is that we still, we still try to avoid making a bracha after using the facility uh, because perhaps we're choshish for the Magan Avram that this is not considered a hesachadas. And additionally, our bathrooms are made differently. They're not the, uh, the basic kisi that the Gemara was referring to. So perhaps our bathrooms are different. Um, and whenever there's a suffix, a and brachas, we try to avoid, uh, you know, making brach a brach lavatala. So therefore, it really depends on your rav and your paisik. Many paiskim just say, you know, just train yourself never to really uh, make a new bracha, even after using the facilities, because it, you'll end up making a bracha lavatala, and perhaps the minog is like the magan avram, but. Uh, one should follow his his paisik, his minog, and uh, we'll leave it as at that.